0: Here we go. Hey there, folks. This is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to Privacy Please. I'm your host, Cameron Ivey, and with me as always, my co-host, host, friend... Confidant? Agent? Double agent? Who knows? <laughs> Mr. Gabe Gums. How you doing, Gabe?
1: I am well. How are you, secret squirrel? <laughs> secret squirrel.
0: Oh man, I hate the fact that you think of me as a squirrel.
1: Uh an awesome squirrel. All right. Just a just a squirrel chasing around trying to find his nut. Right, indeed, indeed, that is. <laughs> you know, I promise you, I mean that in the most endearing of ways, my friend. But it I is a good do. lead-in into today's blogcast episode. Yes. Um, as our listeners know, once in a while we like to mix things up and, and just present some information. Uh, hopefully, that is why you join us. And today we're actually going to be covering a, a bit of research that uh, that my team conducted. Um, that we haven't shared with the entire world yet. So this is this is a world premiere. It's only a sneak peek, actually. So Cameron's going to be sharing um, just some of the highlights from the, the research, and uh, we will publish in writing the full details of it. So this is, this is the Secret Squirrel dossier report on the state of unstructured data in the cloud, the, the risk of unstructured data in the cloud.
0: Indeed. So enjoy the show. And uh, thanks for for being with us. All righty then, and away we go. The risk associated with unstructured data in the cloud. Now, as cloud computing and cloud storage grows ever more prevalent in the modern data landscape, security researchers have watched it ever so closely once it was just a small niche business segment, has now grown to become an entire market of its own with each of the major technology players getting involved. It is easy to see why it was so easily adopted. It helps increase the possibilities of an organization while allowing for a consistent price that will fit neatly into your budget. With outsourcing data hosting comes innate risks of larger attack surface areas, and this is no different with cloud storage. We decided to take a close look at the risk factors that come with using cloud object storage for unrestricted data. Spirion is a data privacy and data security software company. We specialize in the discovery, classification, and remediation of sensitive data. We utilize that expertise to identify and understand the ways that organizations are exposing themselves to risks, primarily through unsecured cloud object storage by leaving sensitive data exposed. This is a summary of the research our team conducted to better understand the state of unstructured data and the risk that is associated with it. Here are some quick figures. 75% of respondents indicated that unstructured data is growing faster than other types of data in their organization. 81% of respondents indicated that unstructured data is very or extremely important to the everyday operation of their organization. 90.9% of respondents' organizations have an established data privacy program. 83% of respondents currently use a sensitive data discovery and classification product. 71.8% of respondents' organizations consider data privacy to be an extremely important business priority. 81% of respondent organizations are taking proactive data privacy measures. 77.7% of S3 buckets discovered returned open. Now, I'm going to stop you right there because, let's be honest, I just want to be a tease. This report is composed of two major sections. One section where we went out and directly surveyed individuals in the industry and asked for information about object storage, unstructured data, and other data privacy concerns. Although this information is important and interesting, it is important to realize that the information gathered here is limited by the respondent's know or think they know category. To evaluate the topics wholly, we looked from multiple directions. The other section is a quantitative study of real-world data collected from open Amazon Web Services S3 buckets by the Sperion research team. Both sections attempt to address similar concerns and areas of interest just from different directions. So, 1.1. A quick history of cloud computing. The idea of decentralizing the processing needs of a computer and offering it commercial has been an idea that has been evolving since the beginning of networking computing. As many of you know, decentralization was one of the original concepts behind the design of ARPnet. As technology advanced and the dot-com boom happened in the 1990s Cloud computing became a feasible idea to many companies, but saw little success in terms of platform development. Further technological advances needed to be made to make it cost-effective. With time, additional advancements were made, allowing Amazon Web Services to release its Elastic Compute Cloud EC2 service in 2006. This was the first popular, major public release of cloud computing software. Customers quickly enjoyed the many benefits that EC2 brought to their processing abilities, making the product a large success. Now, the popularity of decentralized cloud computing in the market created by EC2 motivated other organizations to develop similar systems themselves like Microsoft's Azure Virtual Machines or Google's Compute Engine. All of these competitors combine to create a decentralized network of scalable computing that acts as the backbone for most of the modern digital society. And now, a quick history of object storage. Object storage, like cloud computing, received a boost from the theatrical to market application by the dot-com boom. Dot-com boom. So fun to say. It was conceived by multiple parties during the mid-1990s with the first usable version appearing on the market in the form of EMC, Sintera in 2002. Over the next few years, major technology players continued to improve on the technology by the mid to late 2000s. Amazon Web Services, Google Cloud Platform, and Microsoft Azure all had their own versions of object storage. Similarly, similarly... Sounds weird. Doesn't that sound weird? To their launch of EC2 in 2006, Amazon Web Services debuted their simple storage service, S3. S3 leverages object storage to offer a simple and cost effective yet scalable storage infrastructure solution, demonstrating the first market application of in- infrastructure as a service, IAAS. Currently, most major cloud storage providers offer some form of object storage. Both Google Platform, Cloud, and Microsoft Azure offer computing object storage services. For good reason, too. Nearly every organization and business have data stored in cloud storage, most likely with a significant portion within object storage. Currently, object storage is used for everything from hosting research data, hosting information for streaming services, and acting as the backbone infrastructure for most of the internet. If you have used the internet within the last five years, you have benefited from object storage. And now, market trends. The growth of cloud computing and storage has been measured outside of the industry adoption as well. Gartner has talked about a major shift from traditional storage locations to cloud services. In 2018, they estimated that the total revenue for cloud storage was still greatly outpaced by traditional storage by a significant margin. However, they indicated that over time, the revenue generated from cloud storage will increase significantly, while traditional storage revenue is remaining somewhat flat. Now, benefiting and drawbacks... It is not difficult to understand the benefits of utilizing cloud storage, the largest being the accessibility that it offers. Any user that has permission to access a file can do so from nearly anywhere in the world at any time with just an internet connection. Traditionally, for this reason, backup data is often stored within the cloud. Having easy access to the backup data from anywhere at any time allows the downtime to be reduced during any outages. Accessibility has also been shown to be particularly important during the 2020 COVID-19 crisis as most, if not all, employees have had to transition to a mobile environment either temporarily or permanently. Additionally, they are designed with usability in mind. Users within an organization often pick up using a cloud computing service with little to no training beyond normal organizational training. Similarly, these services are designed to be seamless and easy when storage capacity needs change. It only takes a few minutes to give yourself available storage and location without the need to migrate or copy existing data. This all combines in a scalable pricing model based upon economies of scale which often saves organizations money as they can only use the space they need. Tonight at 11, in November, 2020, it was discovered that a Spanish automated hotel booking company accidentally exposed a database that contained 24.4 gigabytes of data. This database contained sensitive data, such as full names, email addresses, national ID numbers, and phone numbers tied to the reservation number, dates of stay, price per night, and additional requests of hundreds of thousands of guests. It also included credit card information such as credit card numbers, cardholder names, CVV number, and expiration dates. The data goes as far back as 2013 with over 180,000 records in just the August 2020 period. Hundreds of thousands had their financial and personal information exposed, everything and then some that would be needed to steal an identity. The cause was a misconfigured cloud storage location. Next, August 2020, a security researcher in Australia discovered that there was a misconfigured AWS S3 bucket owned by a private organization that contained over 54,000 scanned driver's license images, each of them containing numbers, points, of sensitive data about the individual and additional to an image of the person all of which can be used to steal the person's identity and commit fraudulent activities. When images of the individual are captured like this, it can be used to discover more information about them on social media or similar places that can be combined with the leaked information to create a more complete profile about the person whose identity is being stolen. Next, a data security research project like this one discovered on an open AWS S3 bucket on October 12th, 2020. This bucket belonged to a US-based electronics retailer and contained over 2.6 million files, which included items such as 80,000 personal identification cards to driver's licenses and 10,000 fingerprint scans. Each item exposes multiple items about an individual. The retailer that owned the bucket was closed and the data was from a few years ago, but accessible. The data within could easily be used to steal identities for fraudulent purposes. This illustrates that even when the organization collects data closes, they may still have data that needs to be protected and monitored. Next. In mid-August, it was discovered that an external storage device was unsecured and possibly accessed by malicious actors. And we're not talking about, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme or anything, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, this drive contained the driver's license numbers and personal details such as names, dates of birth, address information, vehicle information, and approximately 27.7 million Texas residents. It was exposed by an employee at the insurance software provider, Vertifor, that used the information to support an insurance product of theirs. As with the other stories here, the information could easily be used to commit fraud. Unsecured storage devices leaking data is not a problem that is unique to cloud storage, but it is a risk associated with it as the data is being held by a third party whose defaults may not match your organization's policies and scene. Now, each of these examples illustrate the risk that the benefits of utilizing cloud storage bring. It it is also important to notice that these articles were just a few items from the last few months. This is an ongoing problem that continuously affects millions of people every year. The largest and most impactful security problem with AWS S3 buckets specifically will always be misconfigured settings, allowing for the bucket to be public and open to access. We will go more into detail later when you guys check out our, our specifics and, and articles, but all S3 buckets are organized via a URL that is based on a natural pattern that leaves the bucket accessible to anyone it hits the link with that corrects the permissions. There are several different methods that a malicious actor could use to identify the URL, including brute force, social engineering, and even a more sophisticated man-in-the-middle attack. If a bucket is public, it can be accessed by anyone, and the data inside can be seen, inspected, copied, and sometimes even replaced. Bottom line, public buckets leave the organization's data exposed and vulnerable for this reason spirion is not the first organization to research the impact and risks of object storage like aws s3 several others have exampled the vulnerabilities and common failure points of aws s3 like we have two of them were discussed above all right let's wrap this up survey findings As mentioned before, we wanted to understand the landscape of object storage and unstructured data in the modern world from multiple perspectives. We wanted to gauge how respondents viewed topics such as data security, data privacy, unstructured data, cloud storage, and others, while looking into the data that exists in the real world. Not the one on MTV. It is important to understand when evaluating these results that they reflect the estimations and thoughts of individuals, employees of organizations, and not necessarily the exact situation of their organization. We know from our experience that organizations often find it difficult to properly estimate their data. As a starting point, we wanted to better understand the data landscape of our respondents. We first asked what the composition of their data was. How much of their data is structured, semi-structured, or unstructured? Now, you can't see this graph, but I'm looking at one. So this is the compensation of your data. Structured, semi-structured, unstructured. Now, from the graph above, respondents estimated that structured data represented just under 50% of their data, while unstructured data only represented 25% of their data. This is a contradiction of the maximum within the data privacy community that in five years 80% of all data will be unstructured. This means that the respondents are unaware of large proportion of their unstructured data or that the proportion of their unstructured data will grow from 25 to 80%. 25 to 80% over the next few years. In our experience at Spirion, organizations create far more data than they're aware of and often have archives that are retained longer than people think. That being said, respondents were all but unanimous in their belief that unstructured data is growing faster than any other type of data. As we have seen ourselves, unstructured data has seemed to balloon and proliferate over the years with little natural end insights. Although every represented industry represented in our sample agreed that unstructured data is growing more quickly than other types of data. Respondents in the IT service industry predicted that unstructured data would be growing the quickest. Now, 63% of respondents in the IT services industry indicated that they thought it would grow as fast as rates available in the answer choices. So 74.6% of respondents indicated that unstructured data is growing faster than other types of data in their organization. Similarly, there was a near-unanimous agreement among the respondents that unstructured data is important to their organization in its everyday operation. 81% of respondents in total indicated that it is either very or extremely important. The IT services and technology hardware industries had the highest proportion of importance, with both having about 55% indicating that it, it was extremely important. To help manage the responsibilities that cloud storage, governance, and compliance, there are a number of different methods. First, as 90.9% of respondents have indicated doing, it is important to have an established data privacy program in place that follows not only regulations, but best practices as well. You can find an equal amount of enthusiasm, hear it my voice, for considering data privacy an extremely important business priority. 71.8% of respondent organizations thought so, with additional organizations considering it business priority just as important. Another method is to use purpose-built tools for compliance and governance. We also wanted to understand how organizations were making data privacy decisions. More data privacy regulations is getting released in both the U.S. and other major markets every year, with little slowing in sight. Respondent organizations seem to recognize this. 81% of respondent organizations are taking proactive data privacy measures. Now, by far more respondent organizations report to take proactive measures to prepare themselves for additional regulations rather than waiting for additional data privacy regulations to tell them the measure to take. This is also measured by respondents' reported belief that We will soon see additional regulations in the United States. Another graph that we have shows just over half of the respondents' belief that the U.S. will see a major piece of data privacy regulations instituted in the next year, with about 40% believing that it will come in the next one to three years. Only about 3% of respondents did not think that there will be any major data privacy regulations passed in the United States in the next five years. Moving on, S3 Bucket's findings. As mentioned previously within the report, we wanted to better understand the risks and opportunities associated with cloud storage from multiple perspectives. So far, we have seen data that shows that the employees of their organizations know or think they know about their organization's data through survey data. We also wanted to get a better understanding of what problems and risks still exist in the real world. We did so by examining available data collected by similar means to the projects already discussed, with more specifics being discussed in the methods sections of this report. We targeted specifically Amazon Web Services S3 buckets for this analysis. In total, we collected a dataset that amounted to 279,351 AWS S3 buckets when queried it was discovered that 217073 returned as open with 36028 returning dne and 26250 other or denied now as you may notice the proportion of open s3 buckets in the sample obtained by our team is much greater than those shown in similar research This is most likely a consequence of the methods of gathering the data and the variety of uses for AWS S3 buckets. To be more specific, as discussed above, other studies targeted buckets that were owned or operated by large organizations, like Fortune 500 companies. The methods used to gather our data, however, were much more general and did not target any specific list of organizations. It is not surprising that large organizations have the tools and teams to better protect their object storage containers than the average company. 77.7% of S3 buckets discovered returned open. And to wrap things up, our recommendations. As you've seen throughout this report, there is a lot of known and unknown risks that any given organization faces in today's data landscape the amount of unstructured data is predicted to grow along with utilization of object storage. Due to this, more and more sensitive data will be at risk to be exposed by misconfigured settings and malicious actors. The fight to limit sensitive data exposure is a Sisyphean one. We recommend that each organization do a regular evaluation of their practices, procedures, and products to make sure that you have the tools for the job but also that they are set up correctly. This requires keeping knowledgeable and up to date with the latest best practices and tools. As a starting point, we can make some recommendations on what you can do to limit your exposure and prevent any compliance issues. Data security recommendations, the first level of protection that any organization should investigate, utilizing to project object storage, is the security products that already are available in products themselves. These are usually designed with the infrastructure and use cases of the products in mind, often providing adequate baseline protection for smaller and less complex organizations. As expected, however, these vendor-specific solutions tend to be specific to their service and their uniqueness makes it difficult to implement a holistic data security program if your organization has data and object storage from multiple organizations as many do. Although this research focused primarily on AWS S3 buckets due to several factors, the scope of the risk factors covered here are not unique to S3 buckets. They are represented across the cloud storage landscape. Due to this, future research may be completed focusing on the risks associated with other cloud storage platforms like Microsoft, Azure, Google Cloud Platform, and Snowflake. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you got a lot of great info here. And uh, please be sure to check out the articles when they come out. And thanks for listening to Privacy Please. As always, I'm your host, your friend, and that friendly old voice that uh, keeps it smooth and Going every week. We really appreciate you, and we'll see you next week. I just wanted to thank all of you out there for tuning in each and every week, and to all of our amazing guests for coming on. I I know that there are millions of other shows, and it means the world to have you with us on this journey. We are so grateful that you choose to listen to us each and every week. If you like the show, tell a friend, have them tell their friends. And then maybe make some new friends along the way uh, so we can continue to spread the word and keep learning together. Let's protect what matters most. And by the way, DJ, can you go ahead and drop that outro beat and keep it classy? We'll see y'all next week.